The summer months are often a time when families travel together, perhaps vacation, a family reunion, or just a quick trip to grandma's house. These road trips can either be miserable or days when wonderful memories are made. What a picture of all of life. We are just passing through this world and families must learn how to enjoy the Lord and one another as we make the journey together. We are taking a summer road trip through the book of Philippians, the book of Christian joy, and discovering principles to help our homes. Let's join Scott Pauley now for today's study. Habits can be good or they can be bad, but we all have them. And in fact, every day of your life, there are certain routines you go through, certain processes and steps. Many times, they're unconscious even. They're so ingrained in us, we don't even think about it. We just do it. And yet, I want to say to you that in your home, there are certain holy habits uh, that are absolutely indispensable if you're going to have the kind of Christian home God wants you to have. And so this week, I want to share with you 10 habits of happy homes. And we'll take just a couple each day, and that way we can ponder them and work on the application of them. And they all come from Philippians chapter number 4. So if you want to find your place there with me and walk through this last chapter of the book of Philippians this week with me, we'll make our list. Let's begin in Philippians 4 verse 1 where Paul says, Therefore, my brethren, dearly beloved and longed for, my joy and crown, so stand fast in the Lord, my dearly beloved. I beseech Yodis and I beseech Syntyche that they be of the same mind in the Lord. And I entreat thee also, true yoke fellow, help those women which labored with me in the gospel, with Clement also, and with other my fellow laborers whose names are in the book of life. So the chapter begins with the word therefore. Anytime in scripture you see the word therefore, you have to back up to the previous verses to see what it is there for because it really is just a continuation of the thought. You'll remember that in Philippians chapter number 1, we were introduced to the joy of the Lord in our hearts and in our homes. We've been talking uh, about how to make this journey through life together and to enjoy the trip together. In Philippians chapter number 2, we learned something about developing the mind of Christ because as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. In Philippians chapter 3, we learn something about Christ being at the center. Uh, he is the, he's the sum and substance of the entire Christian life, and he is at the heart and soul of the Christian home, and so having Christ in his rightful place. Then when you come to Philippians chapter 4, he begins dealing with very practical and personal things. I love this. Our God is not a God of theory. He's a God of practice. He's not just a God of words. He's a God of actions. And he expects his truth to be applied to all of our lives. That's why when you come to Philippians 4 and it says, Therefore, my brethren, he's saying to members of the family of God, take all this truth about Christ, take all this truth about the mind of Christ, take all this truth about the joy of, the, of Christ, and work it out in your lives every day. And notice where it begins. Here's the first habit. Are you ready? Number one, get over quarrels. Uh, you're going to have conflict. You're going to have problems. You're going to have disagreements. And you're going to be disappointed with people. And even good people will let you down. But at some point, you just have to get over it. Do you remember in Philippians chapter 3, the previous chapter, he talked about forgetting those things which are behind, 
reaching forth unto those things which are before. You know, I was thinking this week, but young people very often want to live in the future. Old people very often want to live in the past. But all people have to learn to live in today, to be present, because that's where God is at work in our lives. The Lord gave you today for a reason. So many people have something that happened to them or someone that did them wrong. And then they let that define, might I say, they let that destroy the rest of their lives. That conflict becomes the center point, the reference point of their entire existence. And that's exactly what they're doing. They're not enjoying the journey. They're existing on the journey. They're enduring life. Uh, Dear listener, if there is someone that you're at odds with, reconcile, make peace, move forward. If there's something in your past that is that is negative and ugly and uh, unchrist-like, uh, deal with it and then move on. But learn to get over quarrels. Uh, forgive others. Uh, learn to say, I'm sorry, and ask forgiveness. Learn the beautiful principle of reconciliation. That's not just good between you and the Lord. That is good between you and others. And so when you come to Philippians chapter 4, it's really fascinating to me that in this chapter that has so many beautiful verses, it begins with something very ugly, disagreement. It seems that there are these women, Euodius and Syntyche, that couldn't get along, uh, that somehow were not of the same mind You know, disagreements come even among good people, even among God's people. The man who's writing Philippians, Paul had his share of conflict. You remember the fallout between Paul and Barnabas? And at some point, that had to be dealt with. But you have to work at making peace and keeping unity. If there is oneness, it will not be on accident. It will be on purpose. And someone must always be the initiator. Remember, Two chapters previous, he dealt with the mind of Christ and death to self. Could I simply point out to you that Jesus always took the initiative? The Lord Jesus didn't wait for us to come to him. He came to us. Perhaps we need to apply that same principle if we're going to have the mind of Jesus Christ. And so if you want to have a happy home, then number one, get over conflicts and quarrels. Let's get a second one today. In verse number four, perhaps... The most famous verse in the entire book says, Rejoice in the Lord always, and again I say rejoice. So, habit number two. Not only do you have to get over quarrels, you have to choose joy every day. Now, I'm choosing my words carefully. You have to choose it every day. Might I say you have to choose it many times throughout the day. Remember that Philippians is one of Paul's prison letters. It was written in the context of difficulty and struggle and strain. And yet, the joy of the Lord will be your strength through all of that. There's a lot of repetition of this principle of rejoicing throughout the book of Philippians, but there's a repetition in the same verse. Rejoice in the Lord always, and again, I say rejoice. Why would he have to say it again? All you parents know How many times have we said about our children, how many times am I going to have to tell you? Don't you know the Heavenly Father must say that to his children very often? How many times do I have to say it before you begin to hear it? And more importantly, before you begin to obey it? In fact, there are two key words in verse 4. Certainly the, the great word is the word rejoice, but two words that I want to leave you with today, always and again. 
Would you say that to yourself all way and again? And what does that mean? That means at all times and in all circumstances, we must learn to rejoice in the Lord. Now, don't find your joy in a person today. Don't find your joy in a circumstance. Don't find your joy in pleasure. Find your joy in Jesus because that's the joy no one else can give you. And praise God, nothing and no one can take that away from you. Rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. Yes, my friend, habits matter. They do matter. Now, they matter in lots of areas, in, uh, in what you eat and exercise and rest and work and all the principles of life. Uh, there is a, there's a discipline to life. Well, I want to say to you there's also a discipline to joy, a responsibility. And if you want a happy home today, it will have to be intentional. And so let's apply these two. We'll come back to Philippians 4 in our next study. But number one, get over quarrels. And number two, choose joy every day. May the Lord give you and your family today the joy of the Lord to be your supply and to be your strength. What can you take away from this study of God's Word? Where do you need to apply truth to your own life and family? God's Word is the guidebook for this journey of life, and we sincerely pray that you will follow it. Visit us at enjoyingthejourney.org for additional resources for your home and Christian life. Plan to join us again on our next study and encourage all of your family to make the summer road trip with us. May God bless you and those you love today.